Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Street Champs. Quick shout out to our sponsors, Rocky Mountain Blaze. Anything we're smoking on, we're smoking Rocky Mountain Blaze. Mention Street Champs and get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. All right, today I'm here with artist Potato Jones. Yeah, it was good. Hell yeah. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm Fuck. doing good. Just hanging out. How we doing? Fuck yeah, man. I'm doing pretty good. Excited to have you. Fuck yeah. I was actually really excited about this. Really? Looking into this. It was for a while. I've been hearing about this. I've been checking out the videos. Uh, the homie over at the lake house, Dan, he mm-hmm. put me onto it. Mm-hmm. Shout out, so shout out, shout out, Dan. <laughs> hell yeah, I see you came through swagged out in uh, yeah, some potato merch, bro. I just, I just actually got all this merch. This is all through my Twitch channel because I do a lot of streaming on there, too. Oh, really? Hell yeah, what are you, what are you streaming? Uh, mostly random ass video games with the homies. Really? Yeah, the Discord chat's wild. Hell like, yeah. We always getting it in. The streams are always funny as hell, just from the commentary alone. Mm-hmm. What's your logo there? So this is my potato. Made this with the homie a while back. Big fan of potatoes. Type of T.O. He got my little tattoo on him. You gotta keep it real. It's Potato Jones. You have a Ouija board tattooed on your chest? Yeah. and like, Nah, I got it on my belly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fire. Yeah, this shit sucked. Oh, fuck, bro. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Damn. Yeah. That's intense. It was probably like 10 hours in total. Really? I wanted to do the first one in like the full shot, but after like we had like the six hour mark, and the homie's like, "I got kids to feed, bro. Like I gotta get home." Yeah, and I was like, "Damn!" But I had to wait like six months, and then I went back. Yeah, they're like, "Dad, are you finally home? Are you gonna make dinner?" Yeah, he's yeah. all starving. Yeah, right. The kids are all just fucking waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. That's hardcore, bro. It's fucking. Got a Ouija board on your Yeah, on your I went into it. I come from like a super metaphysical background. Like my mom's like a tarot card reader professionally. Like ever since I was a little kid, that oh, really? was like a pretty big thing in my life was everything kind of like spooky. Really? All sorts of shit. Yeah. So uh, where are you from? I'm from Jersey. Jersey? Yeah. Oh yeah. What what, uh, what particular part of Jersey? So I grew up in this town called Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Nah, the band isn't from there. <laughs> like everybody always be asking that. When I was growing up, because nobody's ever heard of Lincoln Park. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, went, grew up in Lincoln Park, and but I, uh, mostly I was kind of stomping around. Uh, once I got old enough to be, like, doing shit, uh, I liked hanging around Sea Caucus. That was one of my main spots. It's like giant stadium area, because we were, like, hella close to New York City. So, like, in that little prime time my teen years, I was going off, going to raves and shit in Brooklyn. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, $5 bus tickets to get over there. It was pretty tight. Damn. Hell yeah. When did you uh, move over to Colorado? I think I've been in Colorado about five, six years now. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm 31. 31? Yeah. For sure. So about like 26? Yeah, about 25, 26. Yeah. My one buddy's like, hey, I'm going to move to Colorado. And I was like just getting out of like this relationship. And I was like, I'll fucking go. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm 26 now. Like, I'm only going to get older. If I'm going to like do a big move, you got to do that shit while you're young. Mm-hmm. hop around while you're young like just run around <laughs> don't matter you can start over a couple times yeah so um is your family still out in jersey uh nah i moved my mom out here the rest of my family's out there though but i moved my mom out here probably like two years ago oh really well how did she, how did she like it she fucking hates it oh really she hates it so bad Why? but you gotta understand like jersey's a different completely different breed of everything mm-hmm. so like Coming out here, it's just you're getting a complete culture shock. Everything's switching up on you. It's like no more like Italian food, period. Mexican food. Yeah, but like the Mexican food, like we got that over there too. It obviously ain't got shit on Pueblos though. Like every time the homies come out here, I got a burrito spot I take them to and I got a taco spot I take them to, you know, and then, yeah. you know, blow their minds real quick. Because it's just different out here when it comes to them tacos. Mm-hmm. Damn, hell yeah. So um, you, you moved your mom out here. Where's your, where's your dad? Uh, my dad lives in, I think right now he's in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. They're not together? No. Mm-hmm. Nah, they were never together. I didn't meet my dad till I was like 15, 16. Oh, really? Yeah. My mom was like, we gotta go to court. I don't know if we'll even be there. He hasn't showed up. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll go with you. And then he was actually there. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But he, like, I don't know. I don't really talk to him like that. It's been a while since we talked. Really? Um, just... What what happened like between what happened there? So like, my dad he's always been like a like a musician. He's a singer. He was always trying to get in a band, get that shit started up, and all that. And uh, that I guess came first, you know. At the end of the day, and I don't really know. I don't got kids, so I can never say, you know, if that decision was the right one. But 
he did his thing. We did our thing. And then uh, when I met him when we were 15, it was, like, different because he was, like, a, I don't know, he got a different mentality about shit. So, like, I was already a teenager, so we was already smoking weed, you know, doing all, getting in all sorts of shit. And he didn't give a fuck, you know? He was smoking with us and shit, so. Oh, really? It was, like, a different type of relationship, you know? Because I was, we were already little pieces of shit, you know? Like, I was, like, 15, 16. I'd already been smoking weed for a couple years. So, like, I met him. It's not like he's going to. We weren't letting him say shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I would say, who the fuck are you? Like, you're lucky we're here right now. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't uh, play a part of your life at all after you, made, after you met him at 15? Nah, not really. Like, we would visit him every once in a while, but it was... Every time we went over there, it was kind of like just partying and shit. So after yeah. a while, that shit got old. And I was kind of like, yeah, this isn't really what we should be doing. Yeah. Partying with your dad. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's fucking... I think I could see how that could get... Like, because for a while, like, I don't know, like, he was the homie, you know? Like, but I was 15, 16, you know? Everybody I was trying to be friends with, and that wasn't the type of relationship you should have with that type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, man. That could be uh, really, like, mentally challenging, man. Like, when your dad sees himself as a homie. Yeah. Rather than your dad. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah. And I see it. I've seen that shit all the time growing up. Like, all the different, you know, houses you hang out in. That one dude's house, you know, dad don't give a fuck. Everybody's smoking weed, doing drugs. Yeah. So, I've seen that shit all over the place. Yeah, man, that's intense. Um, you know, give us, like, a story that really describes you growing up. Like, what were you like as a kid? Shit, I was, like, a dirty skater kid growing up. Like, my town, we didn't have a skate park. It was just a train station. And uh, that's it. There was nothing to do in this town. So, like, for any of us kids, like, all we did was just hang out at the train station, smoke weed, run, run, like, run away from the cops. Because this is, like, suburban Jersey where it's just ain't shit going on. So, I was literally, me and my older brother, we'd walk out of our house and, like, the cops would be waiting. And literally, like, in the driveway, be like, where are you guys going? And, like, all sorts of shit. A whole friend group. It was a really weird, weird thing going up. Like, my brother got beat up by the cops, like, three or four times in that town. Shout out Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Mm. Damn, so uh, the cops would be waiting for you guys outside your house? Yeah. What the fuck? I, like, so, like, I live, like, right on this highway. And, like, me and the homies, like, we would just, you know, you walk down a couple feet. You know, the McDonald's there is a little plaza, a little strip mall and shit. But, uh, yeah, they would just be hanging out. And the second we went out, they'd be frisking. They'd be doing all sorts of shit because ain't, ain't shit else for them to do. Wow. That's fucking foul, bro. Like, when I moved out here, it was very strange to be able to, like, have weed. It took me a long time to, like, stop stressing. Yeah. Yeah, you could have, like, like an ounce, bro. Yeah, I I could go crazy, you know? Now now it's different, you know? I'd be smoking wherever, but... Yeah. Like, when I first moved out here, me and my homies were... I moved to Boulder. Me and my homies were sitting on the front deck, smoking a bong, and there was, like, all traffic coming up, uh, I think it's Arapahoe. Or something. This one, this one street, and uh, cop just got stuck right in front of the, right in front of the crib. And me and my homie are all hiding the bong and shit, like yo, like stressing hard. And uh, everybody just started laughing. I was saying like, yo, you gotta get it together, dude. Like you ain't gotta stress. And then I was like, oh fuck, you know. And then we just started hitting that shit in the open. Yeah, hell yeah, that's fire. Um, speaking of smoking, you know, it sounds like you brought some weed yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always get pre-rolls. I'm a very lazy person. Yeah. When it comes to smoking, even though, like, I'm constantly smoking. I either got a pen or some pre-rolls. I hate rolling up. Let's see what you got. Let's see if it compares to what we got. Yeah, we be smoking around here. We be chiefing. Fuck yeah. Big gas. I mostly smoke indica. Sativa be, like, stressing me out. Yeah. I feel For that. the most part, but, I don't know, I, I be smoking whatever at the end of the day. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Fucking smoking on some. This is some uh, biscotti right here from Rocky Mountain Blaze. Shit's pretty fire. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Then what do you think? All right. So um, getting back to your childhood. Um, so <clears throat> you were 26 when you moved away. Uh, did you graduate high school? Yeah. Graduate high school. Did you go to college? No. No? Nah. Fucking... Um, what'd you do after high school? So I was like one of the only homies that graduated high school. Like out of like my whole friend group, everybody kind of got kicked out of school. 
like way before we graduated and I was kind of the only one who like stuck it out and went through with it so everybody by the time I was getting out of high school they was all doing they thing heavy like everybody was trapping doing they shit but uh what are you trapping in New Jersey New Jersey it's weed really that's what you gotta understand this was like we were a bunch of white kids in the suburbs Going down to Patterson at like fifteen, sixteen, in like our mom's car when she's sleeping, and just trying to get like an ounce because weed is so hard to find. Like this is also what like two thousand eight, two thousand like two thousand six or some shit like that. So like this is like way before weed even got thought about being legal in Jersey. So that shit was just super fucking hard to get. Damn, fucking, it's legal now. Ish. I, I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah. but very hard to, like, get legally. Like, my one buddy went through all, like, the the bells and whistles to get it. And, like, he's able to do it, but it's hella expensive. Like, he came out here to visit, and he was like, yo, it's fucking ridiculous, like, how much they're fucking charging. Damn, yeah, and here you could get, like, a, a pretty good eighth for, like, fucking five bucks sometimes, bro, if you hit the right dispensary on the right day. Yeah, the specials out here, wow. Like, oh, yeah. I remember when I first moved out here, it was like a game where, like, we'd go, like, you pick up, like, a can of pages book or, like, something like that, and you just go through it, and you're looking at all the different things, and we would just bop. Yeah. Bop, 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 all around the fucking town, trying to hit all these discounts and shit. Oh, yeah, that's the beauty of Colorado, bro. I love it here. You know, I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm, like, 24, so I've had recreational weed since fucking I was in high school. And honestly, that's, like, a crazy thing to think about, that... There's people coming up now who weed is not demonized like it was when I was little. Like, I remember the D.A.R.E. program. Like, did you ever go through the D.A.R.E. program? Nah, I didn't. They they give a sexual education that I was, like, ingrained in my memory, though. Yeah, well, that's, I honestly believe that's way more important. (laughs) Sex education is way more important. They should show the movie Kids in school to everybody. What's that? You never seen the movie Kids? Nah, it sounds, is it having to do with Mac Miller? No. Well, Mac Miller, that's what he... That was his favorite movie. That's what he... He was always referencing that. Oh, really? All right. Tell me, what is it? So, Kids is about these kids from New York, and they just be doing drugs and fucking. And, you know, shit happens when you live in a lifestyle not giving a fuck. And that movie's a a wake-up call for a lot of shit. And I definitely think they should show that in school. Damn. No, I just saw a bunch of pictures of, like, STDs on different parts of the body bro like oh god and they just like scared the shit out of you yeah it's like on fingertips and shit like shit like that they're like they're like look look at this <laughs> do you do you want this to happen to you no but um so when did you really start getting into music at what age uh i was in choir since i was a child really like ever since i was very very little church choir uh nah school everything involved with school school choir yeah when it came to church stuff i just never really vibed mm-hmm. I, it was just never my thing my mom's a very religious person very religious mm-hmm. so growing up especially living on the east coast we were bopping around like the crazy churches like all over new york like the big cathedrals like yeah. we did that a lot when i was little like i remember like always getting dragged around at these different churches but uh How'd your mom feel about you getting that Ouija board tattooed on your stomach? Was she, like, upset? Oh, no. Nah, not at all. Because she's in that, like, she's onto that metaphysical tip. Oh, deadass. She's not, like, one of those, um, like, cookie-cutter, like, Christians where they're like, oh, no, like, that's the devil, you know? Nah, like, not at all. be like, damn. Nah, not at all. Because she'd be doing that tarot shit. And that's, like, I don't know. Like, if we talk in, like, the Divine Comedy on some, like, Dante shit... Seven layers of hell. Like, it's kind of all the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they both sinning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what age did you get out of the choir? Just high school? or? Nah, I did, I did choir, yeah, all through high school, all the way to the end. Didn't really do anything else with it. But I was, like, recording, like, these silly songs on my, uh, like, I had, like, a little MacBook at the time. I was doing, like, stupid raps in my room. Mm-hmm. But, uh. I didn't really truly focus on music till probably I turned like 21. What's on like, I was like 21, 22. That's when I like started joining bands and like really trying to do something with music. But it's fucking hard, especially with bands. Like 
getting all those people together and just working on shit, like, that shit's hella challenging. Yeah. Um, That's why I kind of always gravitated I'm towards... Gonna, I'm rolling up here. Uh, They kind of just, like, writing raps and stuff, too, and, like, more singing stuff. Yeah, so, uh, you've been, you've been writing rap since you were a little kid? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say for, well, I don't know, the first song I ever wrote was, uh, it's like a metal song. Like, cause I got, like, uh, I, cause I was super into, like, screamo and all that shit back in the day, so a lot of my early influences was fucking shit like Hawthorne Heights and fucking Panic at the Disco, it's weird emo night type shit. Linkin Park? Yeah, no, nah, I was never a big fan of Lincoln Park, honestly. Like, yo, know, they, some of their shits are bangers. You can't say they ain't, but like, it's a good song's a good song. But it's not like I'd hop in the car and throw a Lincoln Park CD on. Yeah, I'm not bumping Hybrid Theory. So you were more influenced by the, uh, like the, I guess what would you call that? Like the rock? Fucking was that? Yeah, yeah it was alternative at yeah, the alternative. time. Yeah, they kind of got swept away in that whole thing for a while. Yeah, those bands really didn't last. After the 2000 fucking tens, or are they around? Yeah, well, I mean, they're all still around. It's just different. It's just a different age for music right now. Yeah, like if it isn't pop or hip hop, like it's not really going viral like anything else is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for if it's not a guy in Staten Island interviewing bums, yo, it's bang not, bong. It's not, it's not going viral. <laughs> nah. No, I, I think about that shit all the time because I spent a lot of time in the city. So, like, when I watch those videos, to me, like, when I first heard the bing bong, like, that's, like, a sound I've heard, like, a thousand times. Oh, so that's what they say to each other? No, nah. Oh, instead of high, it's like, <laughs> bing, bing bong. No, nah, no, nah, because the bing bong, it's a reference to a sound from, like, the subways. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, in the beginning of the video, it goes, bing bong. And, oh. like, that's from the subway. Like, when you hop in on the subway and, like, the subway's about to move or some shit, like, it does the bing bong. Damn, I didn't, I'm an uncultured swine, bro. <laughs> I fucking did not know that. Nah, you just gotta spend, you spent one day in New York and you know, and you know that. It's a, it's a different, it's a different land out there. Yeah. Like, I go to Denver out here and I get hella depressed. Why? Because it's, like, it's not the same. Like, Denver, I don't know, it's, New York has me jaded for every other major city. Any other major city I go to, I'm expecting, like, just, like, a Manhattan-type shit. Like, because you can get lost in any of those boroughs. Easy. Like, Denver, I did Denver in, like, 30 minutes. But do you do you want to get lost in those boroughs is the question. You ain't going to be running into Joe Byron if you ain't. Because <laughs> that's the shit. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times we hop down the subway and you just go. Just hop out, walk around. Mm-hmm. It's a magical place. Yeah. How much time did you spend in the city in New York? A decent amount of time, I'd say. I wouldn't say, like, anything too crazy. Like, that's definitely not, like, my stomping grounds. But I definitely was there a lot. Just to party and shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, in high school or after high school, you were, uh, were you into partying? Or... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you work at a bar now, so that's kind of... Yeah, but being a bartender was, like, one of my dreams, like, for my whole life. And I never got that opportunity till I moved to Pueblo. Yeah. It was literally random as fuck. Like, I just got off tour with my band, and uh, I couldn't get, like, a... Like, I didn't want to get a... Like, promise somebody, like, that I can take on, like, a complete job. Get, like, some full-time shit and tell them in a couple months, like, yo... I got to take a couple weeks off till like, I hit the road. Like, sorry. Mm-hmm. So I hit up, uh, I hit up Sammy. Shout out, Sammy. Put me on heavy at the fave, and I've been doing that ever since. Been at the fave for like four or five years. Hell yeah! Um, what's your band's uh, three or name? four? Uh, my band's Chubbs Wooden Hand. We're like indie pop, completely different from like I don't know. All my music's pretty all over the place. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, when you're feeling different emotions, it's real hard to just genre lock yourself. Chubbs Wooden Hand? Yeah, Chubbs Wooden Hand. What does that mean? So, have you ever seen Happy Gilmore? Yes. All right, so Chubbs Peterson. Oh. So, that's his fucking trainer throughout the movie. That's a a black guy? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chubbs Peterson. That's hilarious. Yeah, Chubbs is like fucking R.I.P. Chubbs Peterson. Like he's looking down on all of us right now, sending his blessings. But uh, yeah, when I was just growing up, that was my movie. And I love Chubbs, yo. It's all in the hips. Yeah. Like all, all the hips. songs like that we did through Chubbs Wooden Hand, except for one, I guess, except for like the first single we did. Because it kind of started as a joke. Like me and my buddy were just like doing a lot of like different like I was kind of working out the kinks on like my R&B type stuff and we we're taking a break and I was like, yo, no, it'd be real funny if we did like, be funny if we did like this indie pop song, cookie cutter type thing. And then I came up with See You Space Cowboy, uh, put that one out and it got, got a really good response. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And like, we did this whole little EP and like all the rest of the songs are Chubbs quotes, like directly from the movie. At some At some point. Do the Chubb references run out? Or do they have to make the Happy Gilmore too? Uh, nah. I just feel like, I mean, yeah, they definitely run out, but it would never move into Happy Gilmore. I think it would progress into something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Because Chubbs, Chubbs, uh, Chubbs lives forever, but I feel like it was more of a project. Like a stage. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like like its own little thing. So you guys aren't together anymore, the band? No, we definitely are. Oh. Yeah, are all of us. Yeah, my tour and homies, they're off in Jersey. They're doing their thing with Pollyanna. Shout out. Mm. Shout out, Pollyanna. Need Pollyanna on the pod. That's that's a tongue twister. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. So um, so your touring band is in is in Jersey? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, bassist, guitarist, and drummer. Yeah, hell yeah. They're all out there. We got the van out there. It's got a huge alligator on it with Chubb's wooden hand. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Damn. What's one of like the bigger shows you guys played? I mean, when we were doing tours, it was a lot of the DIY scene. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the coolest show I've ever done was in fucking Ohio. Shout out Holland House. Canton. That's the homie. Uh, Holland House is a dope-ass fucking DIY venue. Like, they put on... Like, the craziest little shows. Like, I was really blown away when I when I pulled up. Like, hella welcoming... And it was just a real dope spot. Because the DIY scene's just kind of different. Like, when you be... I don't know. Most of it's house parties and shit, you know? So everybody's just kind of vibing. Yeah. I think every musician <clears throat> has that little run of doing the... Um, that little circuit, you know? Yeah. Or doing house parties or some other type of gathering like that. That's not a real venue. Yeah, you just bob around on social media and just... You could put together a, a little tour easy and get your name out there. Like, there's tons of people I met on the road that I'll remember forever. Mm-hmm. As far as your um, solo music goes, you know, are you... Uh, how would you describe your... How would you describe your work? Diverse it's all over the place like it's really hard like i said to focus on one thing like at any time most of my projects even like i'll try to do like like with hot potato like with that that was supposed to kind of all be the same theme but a lot of the songs are just all over the place like they're not it's not really the same stuff yeah because i don't know you should be feeling different shit when you're even when i'm writing stuff like it's not even like i get to choose like, what song I want to write. Like, it more, like, comes to you when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Who's some of your, like, musical inspirations right now? Toby Lou. Love Fox Toby Lou. Toby Lou heavy right now. Uh, came on to him hella late in the game. Honestly, like, when it comes to music, I'm very just under a rock when it comes to a lot of new shit. Like, I kind of just be in my own zone listening to fucking emo music from fucking 15 years ago or mm. some stupid shit, you know? Mm-hmm. But fucking homegirl from the bar, Sammy, got me on Toby Lou, and I haven't looked back. Toby Lou's fucking dope. Yeah, Toby Lou is, is very innovative. Yeah, I fucks with him so heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the Lingo Star Project. Yes. He has great cartoons. I love his animations. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my one of my favorite things to listen to right now. I mean, I'm going to have to take a break here eventually so I don't play it out. I've been listening to that heavy. <laughs> a lot of Toby Lou. Hell yeah. What about like um, like anything else? Uh, always got to represent for Young Thug. I listen to him all the time. He's one of my main 
main artist that I listen to. That, obviously, Mac Miller. Yep. You know, R.I.P. Mac Miller. R.I.P. Thug. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You ain't dead yet, but... <laughs> but, um... Nice, man. Um, so, are you still... When you... Working as a working as a group across the country, how does that work? Like, are you guys still like making music together, or are you guys are kind of on a pause? Well, kind of on a pause right now because they they doing their thing. Yeah, I just gotta kind of step step aside, let them do their thing because they killing it. Like they doing their own thing with Pollyanna, but uh, a lot of the music from Chubbs, like I brought to the table. Like I wrote all of it with like a separate party, and uh, came over to them. It was kind of just like, hey, we could tour with this. With my music, so. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so like, coming to Colorado and uh, leaving them behind, what was that like? Do you ever have regret? You know that they're kind of like doing their thing, or should like, oh, you ever like, damn, I should have stayed over there? Oh no, nah, no, nah, never yeah. anything like that. Cause that that was always uh, my homie Brandon. He that was way after I left that he even he even joined Pollyanna and I would never even think like that anyway. I'm not a jealous person when it comes to shit like that. I want to see all my homies eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't even say jealousy. It's kind of like regret. Like damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. But like, nah. Because even if I was there, that wouldn't. Have, that's not something I would have been involved in. Because mm. Jill, like the, she uh, they front the band. Go so hard. Go so hard. I love them so much. Just a shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, for sure. So what about, what are you working on right now? Right now, like, I just put out that hot potato shit. I was taking, not even taking a break. I'm just kind of like beat shopping right now. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff with the hot potato thing, that was the first time I ever uh, got my beats off YouTube and, like, hit people up. And they got went through like the whole licensing thing, and honestly, that was such a fucking pain in the ass. Like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I don't want to fall in love with a beat that I can't like talk to the person, like hella personally, like call them mm-hmm. and like talk about shit. Cause like uh, I think it was like two of them, two of the songs off of that. Like uh, even after I got it. I got a, I got like the certain rights to it, and like somebody else got like the same ones, and like they put, they put it out on a, they put the song out on Spotify. So now every time like I go to like post that song on like a certain thing, it's picking up on the beat, and I gotta be like, nah, it isn't, and like I gotta show the licensing and shit. And it's just a pain in the ass. I don't want to deal with that again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you're working with uh, more local producers. Yeah, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. I've been putting the word out. Who are some of the producers you're working with? Uh, I got a bunch of Nige shit that I got to go through. He sent me hey. he sent me a nice big file. I got to go through his shit. See if there's anything in there. I used to work with uh, used to work with Shirley Banks back in the day. I haven't gotten beats off him in a, in a fat minute though. Um, honestly, I don't really know too many local producers. Mm-hmm. Keep a G. I think yeah. That's why that's why I gravitated towards that YouTube shit. Yeah, I did that little project off the YouTube just so I can kind of see what was up. Mm-hmm. But I ain't fucking with that. Yeah, I don't think there are many local producers, man. I can't really name that many off the top. Maybe like we got Nige, we got um, Alienate the Beat, we got fuck. I don't know. That's that's all I could think of. Two. Yeah, mixed by Blitz, but he's in Springs. Yeah, I, I haven't worked with anybody from Springs yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, mixed by Blitz, Ian Taylor, they make beats too. I know that. Yeah, so four, I guess. Yeah, so the pickings are kind of slim around here. I could see why you would go to YouTube fucking way easier, but just way harder to own the sh- own the file. Yeah, honestly, yeah. you're just going through a bunch of bullshit. Like I went through like all sorts of different paperwork, and it was still like. I ran into some shit at the end where, like, now I got to, like, show it and, like, talk to people about it. Like, SoundCloud is the one who got the most pissed off. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the other person that, like, had it, like, released through... They probably, like, dropped it on DistroKid with the beat on it, you know? 
like said whatever. I don't even know what type of license they had when they dropped it, but now when I drop it on SoundCloud, they're like, yo, this other song has this. And I like listen to the other song and it's literally just the beat. Oh really? So like when I submit it, I'm like, yeah, like it's it's just the beat. I have the licensing for it, like mm-hmm. all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But SoundCloud's terrible at responding. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever got a response from them. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's just some SoundCloud rapper just fucking maintaining the whole SoundCloud website, bro. Yeah, right? He's just chilling. That's why, like, everything on YouTube's chilling. But even on there, like, the... It's, like, two songs, two or three of the songs. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody else got that beat, too. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you have to buy the uh, full... Like, the full fucking... I don't even... I don't even... I guess I sound retarded. You have to buy the full beat. No, yeah, you gotta get, like, like the full rights Exclusive. or whatever. Yeah, the exclusives. Yeah. Yeah, how much are how much are you typically paying for a beat? Well, with those, each one of them... Like, Homeboy had, like, a beat, like, sale on, like, BeatStar or some shit for, like, a pack of them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them are from this uh, one homie. Let me bring up his name, because his shit is so fire. All of his beats... All his beats be fucking hitting like no other. Not for real. And like I hit him up on Instagram and he was a little hard to get in touch with, but he ended up answering. Hell yeah. Yeah, I gotta give this guy's props. But you know, I think um I think there's gonna be a lot more local producers coming up because now I feel like a lot more people are making music. You know? At least I hope. Yeah, honestly, I hope so too. Young Kai. Young Kai. Yeah, honestly. Uh, a lot of his a lot of his stuff I used. I think I used like three or four of his beats on that little project. Damn. And none of his beats were the ones that got flagged. Where's he uh where's he out of? I think he's in Cali. Nice. I think. Yeah. Probably like He's a young kid. Really? Yeah, that's why like I look at his YouTube and stuff and like I kinda followed it around to the different socials and I was like, Oh shit, this homie's young, so like and the beats are flame. Nah, 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 not like that. Like, <laughs> like, like, I think it was like 16, 17. Nice. Or something like that, you Damn. know? Damn, that's what's up. Paving his way. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. For sure. Young superstar. Hell yeah. Um, So, in your life as a musician, like, uh, what is, what's something that made you feel like, kind of like, like, damn, like, I could really like do this shit. You know, like you, you bought that guy's beat. I'm sure he feels like, damn, like someone in Colorado bought my beat. Yeah, right. Yeah, what's something that, you know, gave you that feeling? I don't know, probably just performing. Mm-hmm. Like from the choir when I was younger, you know, doing solos and shit like that. Just having an audience. Mm-hmm. It's something I always liked. Hell yeah. Being able to perform for like a group of people, try and move them. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. What's, uh, what's one of the bigger audiences you played for? Shit, I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard to say. Like, I guess more more recently was like blowback, mm-hmm. like that blowback art gallery. I don't know if you went to that show. I did go to that show. That was a good one. Yeah, that was that was a really tight show. Mm-hmm. Like for Pueblo, I was like, damn, Pueblo put on for that show. That was a good one. Oh yeah, you know, uh, fucking Lake Recording House. Daniel Mays be doing his thing, and I think I foresee many and more of those in the future. Yeah, fuck yeah, I want to see another. Lake House show at the blowback. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever do that again. I want it so bad, though. <laughs> yeah, I think the blowback said no more hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's some shit like that. Yeah. You know, they're lost. We'll take our we'll take our fucking money somewhere else. Blowback. <laughs> oh, funny. But, um, yeah, so hell yeah. There's probably like about 150 people there at the greatest, I'd say. Maybe a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably it was, that was a dope-ass little local show. Yeah, hell yeah. It wasn't was even middle at the end of the day. It was, that was a big one. That was nice. Put yeah. on for the city. Oh, yeah. Nice little, like, art gallery warehouse show. Yeah, like, they, that's such a cool little spot. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was, alleg- I was le- ah, allegedly drunk as hell that night. It was a good time. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Um... So what about like a like a low point as a musician when you were like damn like I kind of want to quit this shit? I don't know. Like uh, it's definitely been like rocky shit along the way. Like I guess like uh, 
I had a big falling out with like the last like big collaborator I had with on music. And I was just like, like after that, I kind of realized like, that's when I had to kind of shift more over into YouTube shit. Cause when it comes to like production, like I'm more of like, I can write lyrics, I can write melodies, I can listen to something and just kind of come up with some shit. But like when it comes down to sitting down making beats and like actual like chords and progressions, like I, I get lost in that shit. So when I started working with my last homie, we had a big falling out. I was just like uh, kind of back to the drawing board. And with that, I was like, fuck. Like there was no other real support that I had when it came to just like being able to get music because it's hard out here to find beats, you know? And I was always, I was always against like, just like taking beats off YouTube. Cause a lot of people where I was making music when I was younger, it was just all like YouTube beats, you know, nobody ever paid for anything. You know, you just like converted it, took it, just posted it and just kind of went off with it. So I was always heavily against that. And I always wanted to like work with somebody because there's nothing like being in the studio with the producer. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no time on it, you know? And you're just like, I kind of want something that sounds, you know, like, a little bit, like, juice world. But, like, can we, like, speed it up a little bit and, like, give it, like, a different kind of vibe? And, like, while you're talking, he's doing it, you know? And you guys are just, like, vibing. Yeah. It's just yeah. hard to find that. For sure. You know, especially um, especially as an upcoming artist. You know, I'm sure there's studios are out there established. I can name a few. But, you know, it's kind of a... For an up-and-coming artist, it's kind of untangible because, you know, first you got to get in contact with them, and then you have to pay this outrageous price for a product you don't know is going to be completed to no, your No, honestly, it's, it's super fucking scary. Yeah. And honestly, like, you got to, like, go a couple times before you even, like, vibe with somebody, like, mm-hmm. on, like, a real level to where, like, you open up mm-hmm. and, like, truly, like, be built in it and, like comfortable and i don't know at least me you know some people go in there do their thing but you know I, I like to build a connection with my producer to where like i don't even really got to say anything anymore like they know the type of tip that i'm on and like what i'm trying to do mm-hmm. yeah so um how would you describe your your uh rap music right now uh i'd say for like young thug and mac miller had a baby it would be Potato Jones. That's what I try and go for. Something like that. Like, they both the goats. <laughs> Hell yeah. For sure. So, um, kind of like melodic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more melodic than, than anything. Like, because I... It's hard to even say, like, because I don't even really be throwing down rap verses often. Like, it's a lot of singing, R&B type stuff. Really? Over, like, sped up things. Like, I'm not so much as... Rapping as I am singing half the time. Hmm. So, so you're on your Drake shit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess Young Thug's new album, Punk, is a lot of singing. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I listen. To, I really like your song. Uh, it's like it's a new day, or it's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah, that's a good one, man. So yeah. it's a beautiful morning. It's a funny song because like. The whole album, it's a breakup album. I was super sad in my fucking bag. So I just was like, whatever. Dove into the album. And the first song I wrote was It's a Beautiful Morning. And it was kind of just me and my buddy. We're sitting in the car. Uh, me and my buddy Driscoll. And he didn't realize like what the writing process is like. You know, you're listening to the same beat like a thousand times in like two hours. You know, you're just restarting it and you're just listening like coming up with each line but uh he helped me get we cranked out the the chorus to that and then the rest just wrote itself really what what, what was his name again uh driscoll driscoll is he is he here here in town nah 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 he moved to denver but oh, he's yeah. from here mm-hmm. like homies gonna know him hell yeah is he uh music uh nah nah he don't he don't be doing music he's just a really rad guy damn hell yeah just a creative mind yeah for sure it's you said it's about crack cocaine yeah did you, yeah. ever, did you ever try crack cocaine? Uh, Yeah, I have tried crack cocaine. Hell yeah. Were you ever like addicted? No. No? Nah. How many times did you do it? Uh, I'd say I've done it twice. Twice? It was actually with my father. Oh, with your dad? Yeah. Oh, damn. It's kind of why I stopped fucking with him. Yeah. What was <laughs> so I was like, you yeah, know. Yeah, what was that like? Uh, it was different. You know, I was young. You know, we were doing a bunch of coke, like partying. I didn't know what was really going on until it happened, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, because I don't know, I've always like had a different mindset towards drugs. What's that mindset? Like, just experimenting. Like the only things that like I wouldn't fuck with is heroin. I wouldn't fuck. I never fuck with heroin. And I but I'd like to say meth, but I've definitely accidentally done meth a couple times. Really? You know what I mean? Like like some Molly, like at a club, you know, or some shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what was doing meth like outside the club? It was terrible. Really? Yeah. How'd you do it? Like I. So this was hell long ago. I went and seen Borgor in New York. Mm-hmm. And one of my homies, I was like, uh, I was like, yo, we're going to see Borger, bro. Like, I want some Molly. And he was like, yeah, I got you. And I was like, it's not meth, right? And he's like, nah, it's not. And I was like, all right, cool. Went, saw Borgor the entire time. I was like, fucking, like, dying. I, like, didn't know what was going on. Like, I felt all weird and, like, jittery. Like, just starting to get all methed out. And I was like, yo, this motherfucker. And I was up for, like, two days. <laughs> Like like I like we went home after that and I was super upset. Like I was just up, like super. staring at the fucking TV. Like my girl at the time was understanding, like she knew what what I was doing. Like I told her as it was happening. I was like, yo, like, but that shit sucked. Fuck that. Damn. Yeah. That's why I like when I first I'd never seen meth like that, you know, until like the whole Molly shit came out. But when I moved out here, is when I really started seeing meth, and I was like, what the fuck. Like, my whole first friend group, when I first moved to Pueblo, like, out of nowhere, like, boom, they all just started smoking meth. And I was like, God damn. And just had to move on. I was like, there that goes. Yeah. Well, why'd they start smoking meth? I don't know. We all worked at Kirby. At Kirby? Yeah. What is, what is doing that? The, doing the door-to-door vacuums. Oh, word. Yeah, I was killing it. Damn. I was Sell- killing it, bro. So I was you, slanging Kirby's. You were selling vacuums? Yeah. My average price that i would like drop one for was like 2200 at someone's door yeah it would just drop 2200 dollars. yeah that's fucking insane bro you do the knock and point and shuffle your feet and they just move like that and they, let, is, you, and they let you in their house what is that knock and point and shuffle your feet <laughs> you just knock on the door and you're like yo what's up i got this vacuum you point at the vacuum yeah like you point at the box and you're like all i gotta do is just like a tiny little demo. I get paid for doing it. Like, don't even stress about it. And I'm doing this. Wiping um, my feet off on their thing. And I point at the floor. And I'm like, oh, shit. You see that stain or some shit? Like, you ain't got to worry about that. I'll take that with me. And you just walk in. And they move. Damn. I would ne- Honestly, I would never, ever let that shit happen in my house. Nah. Oh, you wouldn't even make it in the door with your vacuum. Nah, that was a couple times I got a gun pulled on me. Really? That's crazy. What would that guy do? Or a girl? Uh, it was it was an older dude. He just pulled out the shot and he was like, you better get the fuck out of here. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, I'll, I'll leave. You take your vacuum? Yeah. I'm running off with my vacuum. <laughs> Damn, that's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you with selling Kirby's? Yeah, probably the shotgun. Damn. That or like a lot of people thought we were like trying to rob houses and shit because you don't you don't know it seems like a scam you know For sure. but like mine wasn't I know I wasn't scamming people I was like moving these vacuums. Did you expect him to pay in cash or card? Oh no, everything like I went for the finance. What what does that mean? Because nobody's got twenty. Yeah, okay. Nobody's got that sitting around. Yeah. So you want to, like, as I'm talking to them, like, you're just trying to figure out what their credit looks like. Oh. Oh, wow. So you so they're paying monthly payments on this yeah. vacuum. Oh, my gosh. What a terrible investment. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Kirby vacuums, y'all. They're pretty. No, I've heard they're, they're pretty fucking diesel. But <laughs> honestly, you could just cop one from, like, a fucking pawn shop. Yeah. But if you cop one from the pawn shop, you don't get that lifetime guarantee. Or you could go to Walmart like a regular person and just fucking... Yeah, just cop one of those. Buy a vacuum there or a shampoo or whatever the fuck you're buying. But that's insane. Damn. What other crazy jobs have you had? Uh, DJ at a go-go bar for like two or three years. What's a go-go bar? In Jersey. So it's a strip club, but they don't get naked and they can sell alcohol. This is in Jersey where the laws are different. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm not even sure how it works out here, but like in Jersey, if they got alcohol at the spot, the girls can't be nude. Not even topless? No. Like the the bar gets in trouble and shit. It's got to be a go-go bar. 
if the bar is selling it. Damn. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so I imagined him just like hanging from the ceilings in cages. Like well, that. like in a go-go bar and they're all like dancing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's like a strip club. Like they do, they do dances. The girls perform on the stage. There's like a couple poles. They do and they think. So there's... They start with more clothes, but they end up <coughs> almost naked. Almost. Like, Nip, yeah. yeah, nips and all the bits are covered up. That sounds family. That sounds family friendly, bro. Sounds yeah, like a wholesome. The one I worked at, it was mad funny. It was like a stereotypical, like I don't know, like grungy strip club. Yeah, I kind of want to say, you know, like we had like it was like a lunch buffet and like a dinner buffet. Nice, but like. It wasn't that nice. <laughs> like the the food was like barely like I don't know. It was funny. Yeah, like it was laughable. If you're going to the strip club for your uh, the one of the three meals of the day, you know you need to you need to reevaluate your life decisions. No, honestly, and like that shit was like right in front of my DJ booth. So like every every day, like when it goes out, you know you look over, and I was like, God damn, <laughs> you're like I'm hungry now. Yeah. Well, nah. Yeah, I be I be eating the shit. I be eating all sorts of stuff, but. Damn, you kind of gave me vegan vibes. I did? Yeah. Oh, nah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a carnivore, honestly. For sure. You just eat potatoes. Yeah. Tough potato. Potatoes are dope. Oh, yeah. Do you eat a lot of potatoes, really? Well, any chance I get, you know, I'll definitely get, like, some tots or french fries. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. How'd you come up with the name Potato Jones? Uh, So, I just, I always had a love for potatoes and uh, the word potato. Like to me, I, it was always just real fun to say. Uh, as a show, Foster's Home for Imaginary and uh, Friends. Definitely you, ever, you ever seen that? Oh yeah, Blue. Yeah, Blue. So it's fucking Eduardo. Uh, Cartoon Network used to have like this commercial, like when I was younger, and it was him just saying potatoes. Oh yeah, and he was a pote potatoes. <laughs> ever since I was a little kid, that was just drilled into my head. I just always love potatoes. What about Jones? Jones, it just kind of went. Somebody at work, like I was working at GCS at the time, and there was just a lot of fucking Nicks. There was like four or five Nicks on the floor. And everybody was just like, Nick, Nick, Nick. And I was like, I ain't hearing it no more. And I just stopped responding to Nick. And then people would be like, what's your name? And I just told the one person, and I was just like, Potato Jones. And it just kind of happened. And they were like Potato Jones from there on. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. But a lot of people call me PT. PT Jones. Hmm. I was thinking, uh, uh, PT Circus. Isn't that a circus? Pete the PT? I don't know. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, you know. From, he- from here on out, I'll call you, mm, probably. Probably Nick Potato. <laughs> Nick Potato. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so uh, who drew your art, or did you did you customize that yourself? Uh yeah, me and the homies were just hanging out one night, fucking around, just kind of threw it together, just a bunch of random shit. Damn, I fucks with it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love my little tater man, cause like I used to, <laughs> like on his hat it says crack. Because, like, my name used to be, uh, for a very brief time, I used to call myself Crack Nicholson. So, like, I was Crack Nicholson, but, like, Potato Jones was him. Like, I would, like, kind of introduce myself as Potato Jones, and that was always this guy, but, like, my music was always Crack Nicholson. But, Crack died. Yeah, Crack crack died in the in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Damn. Yeah, you know, I could see why you would want to change your name from that. I think I think Crack is kind of an unpopular name. Yeah. I guess I could see that, but I've never, like, seen... I don't know. I guess, you know, Crack was a pandemic, and a lot of people, you know, got fucked up over it. But, you know, even after I experimented with it, I've never, like, not been able to joke about it. Yeah. Oh, are you experimenting with crack? Yeah. Okay. Like my experiences with it. Yeah. Like I don't think like negatively on it. I think I could joke about it, you know, and like 
do whatever. Because even now, like, with that beautiful morning song, like, that whole song is in character. Like, from this, like, character that I came up with. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I do a lot of, like, uh, I play 5M on the PC. That's what I'm always streaming on Twitch, a lot of the stuff. But uh, What is 5M? So 5M is, like, for GTA RP, like, servers like uh, NoPixel, things like that. Like, the server I'm on is called Valhalla RP. Shout out, Valhalla. But um, it's just, like, GTA Online mm. fucking uh, roleplay servers where they fucking uh, you just make different characters and just play shit out. And, like, the one thing, I made a crackhead. Like, my one little character, he's a crackhead called C-Rock. I kind of mapped him from this homeboy that I grew up with, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that shit, that's just funny and like beautiful morning. Like that's the only song, like I got, I, like, if you listen to it, like I got like a voice on like the whole thing. And at the end of the song, like C-Rock like says some shit. Like at the end he goes, oh my God, I woke up this morning and I was like, wow. Well, your beautiful day be so fucking sad and alone. Yeah, so Sea Rock's like his own. That's what Sea Rock sounds like. Yeah. Can you just do it one more time? Yeah. What's going on? I'm here at Street Champs. It's your boy Sea Rock. Shout out to the boys at Under the Bridge, Sandra Merlin, Craig. It's your boy. I made the boys. <laughs> Let me get a buck. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, when did you make that character? Uh, I made him a couple years ago. I actually got accepted into No Pixel with Sea Rock. Really, I don't, and I'm very no so no pixels like the biggest GTA RP server like for streamers. Oh damn! Like a lot of the streamers on there go go crazy, but like the waiting list for me, like somebody who's like just trying to get started in there, you all, you don't like get prio or anything like that, which is like priority to get in because there's caps on it. Like you can't get like so many people in. So once the caps there, everybody's waiting in what they call the train. And you're just sitting there. And with a city like No Pixel, you got thousands of people trying to get in. Like, I'm not going to sit there for four hours to try and do this. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's hard to get into something like that. But Oh, you have to actually go to it, like, virtually? Virtually, yeah. Oh, and you have to sit on a virtual train? No, no, not a virtual train. It's just oh. a loading screen. Oh. Because it'll, like, pop up and it'll say you're in queue. But when, once you're in city, you can't talk like that. Why not? Because you'll be, like, breaking RP. What does that mean? So, like, once everybody's in there, they're all, like, playing characters. Yeah. Like, there's real people who are the cops, real people who are the EMS. You got people role-playing as, like, Russian mob guys or me and my homies. We hang out under this bridge and role-play as these hobos and, like, just fuck with everybody. So you got all this shit going on and, like, pretty much the main rule is don't break character. Like, you can go crazy, say all sorts of shit, do what you want to do and... You know, like, have fun with it, but you just can't break character. Mm-hmm. So being like, yeah, I had to sit in queue. Like, you can't acknowledge you're playing a game. Like, obviously, sometimes, like, you're like, it gets a little corny, but you got to come up with, like, some different shit to say. So you're sitting in a queue and other people can hear you? No. In the queue, nobody could hear you. Oh. You're just sitting there waiting. Damn, that sounds so fucking insane. So, okay. So it's like, it's kind of like fucking... Like The Sims, but like you're actually taking on the character. Literally. Yeah. So this is so this is what happened, right? So me and my homies, like, I smoke a lot of weed. I smoke a lot of weed and shit. Nice. And just watch fucking Twitch streams, you know? And like me and my buddy were going through different Twitch streams and he's like, yo, check out this shit. And it's GTA. And I play a lot of GTA online at the time, but me and my buddies were just grinding heists. And I'm looking at the dude's screen, and he, like, opens his inventory, and it looks different. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's got, like, weed in his pocket. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he, like, smokes it, you know, pulls out the weed, smokes it, goes out on the street, sells a couple bags to people. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what is this? And I was just so, like, blown away by it. It started my, like, complete shift into, like, PC life. Because the only way you could play that shit is with a PC. Yeah. You can't play that shit on Xbox or PlayStation. Oh. You need a PC that can download 5M. Mm-hmm. And it's just next level. Yeah. It's how GTA Online should have been. Yeah. Damn. Are you familiar with uh, Hobo Hotel? <laughs> no, nah, not really. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah, I, I didn't get into that. Like, I know. 
about it. Hotel is. Yeah, like I know what it is. Like I've, I had an account. I've yeah. been in there a bunch of times, but I'm not like well versed. Yeah, no, that shit used to slap, bro. As as a little kid growing up. Yeah, and that shit, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Fuck like, yeah, like Haba Hotel, but like way more intense, bro. Yeah, it's like. Because you can rob banks, you can rob like convenience stores, you could start a business, you can literally have like a taco stand or some shit, and like just hustle, you could just run up to somebody and rob them. Damn, that's fire, you could just hit a lick and Yeah, you can literally M. just hit a lick in 5M. And what, you get virtual money? Yeah, you get virtual money, you can buy cars and houses and shit. Can you take the money out into real life? Nah. No. <laughs> no. No. No, you just flexed it in the game with all your fucking money. But me and my buddies ain't even about that. We're fucking hobos. All of us, our bank accounts are negative fucking $200,000 because all we do is get arrested. Nice. That's what's up. Yeah, we're gangsters in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hell yeah. Bunch of hobo, homeless crackheads. You know, that sounds pretty fire, bro. Yeah, it's fun. Like, sometimes I have, like, little fantasies, like, damn, what if I was a crackhead for a day? Yeah, like, you could just do that. Exactly. Like, because a lot of the people who join the city, they eventually, like, they see us and, like, everybody makes a bum character to hang out with us for at least a day. Because you can do whatever you want. Nice. You just have fun. Yeah. I would I would just be a regular person and go chill with the bums. Yeah? Yeah. Because we just hang out under the bridge. Because you could do all these emotes and shit, you know? So I could do, like, this, uh, this bag one. I pull out, I pull out my cardboard. So you can't talk? Yeah, I can okay. talk in there. Okay, too. Okay, okay. You know, that sounds very interesting. Maybe I'll have to go be a virtual bum. <laughs> so, yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> that sounds fire. So, uh, video games and music is your life, basically. That's the two things that you love. Yeah, I like streaming video games. I'm trying to make more content with the Step Bros. That's all the, the homies that I be making gaming content with. That's their title, the Step Bros? Yeah, we're the Step Bros. Oh, you too. You're a Step Bro. Yeah, yeah I'm one of the Step Bros. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, how many step bros are there? I don't know, there's a lot, but there's probably like six main step bros. Six main. Damn. Like the 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 elite step bros. Yeah. The big step bros, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. The older step bros. Mm-hmm. The wise ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They've been in the laundry room a couple times. Exactly, the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, you know, what about your future? Like what do you what do you see for yourself? I definitely want to, I think I definitely got to get right in. I'm going to start working on a new project. Got to just lock somebody down. I want to find somebody as quick as possible. Get like a fucking zip of beats and be able to just sit and go through something for a while. Mm -hmm. Just get something out pretty quick. I wouldn't mind. uh, I've been thinking also lately about, you know, trying to do more band stuff. Write another thing like that. But it's hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what instrument do you play? I don't play anything. I just oh, sing. Oh, you sing. That's why, like, when with all the band stuff, it's <laughs> I'm not just like, <laughs> like you know, something like that, and everybody's like, yeah, bro, like shut the fuck up, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just write the lyrics and melodies and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think that's kind of like a like an unappreciated spot in the band? Nah. No, no, nah. no. You felt like you always because at the end, at the end of the day, it's fucking, it's it's they're both equal. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely think they're both equal, but you get your everybody gets their time. Yeah, hell yeah. So um, you're trying trying to start a band maybe in the future, working on a new project. Anything else we can look forward to? Probably just the streams content. Yeah. What's your uh, stream name? Uh, PT Jones on there. PT Jones on uh, on Twitch. Yeah. Hell yeah. Twitch.tv slash PT Jones. Are you an affiliate yet? Yeah. Hell yeah. You a partner? Nah. No. Nah. That's 75, dude. Partner's kind of rough. Yeah. Hell yeah. You'll get there, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. You familiar with Heel Josh? No, I'm not. He's a he's a Twitch streamer here in town. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's a partner. He makes around, uh, he says, allegedly, around like 5 to 8K every month just from streaming. Yeah. And he lives here in Pueblo. Fuck yeah. yeah. He streams uh, WWE reactions. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, it's pretty sick, actually. I bet, I bet it is pretty sick, because I, I grew up during the Attitude Era, WWE, so, like, I, that was, everybody in the world was watching Stone Cold and The Rock go crazy. Oh, yeah. For that, like, 
couple years. Yeah, maybe. You weren't allowed to do anything else. Right. <laughs> you had to love WWE. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's, that's all you did. You weren't an American kid. Nah. Yeah, maybe not even WWE. I think that's kind of phased out. But, like, the other wrestling, like, things, I'm not really sure what yeah. they were. Like, well, they got all sorts of different ones mm-hmm. now. Like, I got a buddy who travels the country recording all of the, uh, like, the independent stuff like yeah. it's all over the place wrestling there's tons of content and yeah. tons of local wrestling acts that everybody can follow and support yeah. for their community would you ever stream <laughs> anything like different like that like like reaction stuff yeah well yeah yeah i would but honestly half the time it's like i'm like in a big party mm-hmm. like it's always a bunch of us like in there so like to do like a reaction type of thing with that many people it's kind of difficult because it's a whole bunch of us playing off of each other Mm -hmm. definitely trying to get in some podcast shit too though hell yeah bro yeah what's what's your ideas there uh podcast honestly it's just more comedy a comedy related yeah comedy podcast oh hell yeah kind of all of us riffing different bits off of each other hell yeah do you have like a co-host in mind uh yeah probably my buddy dolo dolo he ain't from here. These are all everybody that like, I, like all the step bros are from different states. So it would be a Zoom podcast. Yeah, well, not Zoom, Discord. It would be a Discord podcast. I do everything through Discord. Oh, okay, okay. Do you have, do you listen to any other Discord podcasts? No, you, no. Have you ever heard of one? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, everything I, I would do would be through Discord because right through there I got all my camera set up. I got my fucking crazy mics and. Everybody's got their, you know, their fucking streaming setups with their, all their shit, and you got all your stuff. You're right there. So it's basically like Zoom, but just Discord. Yeah. So you could see everyone's rooms. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds interesting. To be honest, I wasn't a fan of this when when um, COVID first hit really bad and everyone was stuck at home. Like oh yeah. Was open and all the podcasts went to Zoom. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fucking really driving with the, with the Zoom call-ins and shit. You know, like yeah. Well, so a lot of the Zoom stuff, it's the the quality could be off because a lot of people be on their phones. Yeah, like because for you know something like what I would be doing, everybody like you're in front of your setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you got? I guess you could have something good or something not as good. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's sick, man. Hopefully you do start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um. Fucking. Um. Yeah. You know, I've started another podcast. Started in town. It's called like, like Legends Podcasts. You oh know? fuck yeah! Yeah, so I, I definitely see more podcasts starting up in town. So hell yeah! Fuck yeah! You ever think about fucking hitting the streets and like trying to do some videos like that? Yeah, I definitely want to interview some homeless people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's just you have to find the right approach, and it's just finding someone to go with you on the right day. And you know, I'm doing this like full time. Like, you just gotta find the time. Yeah. Just get out there. Because mm-hmm. Pueblo, even if you came to, like, the favorite one night and just sat outside of there and you had, like, a, just a, if you, even if you had a ring light, everybody would be like, what? Fucking saying whatever. Yeah. Because, like, I was listening to that one dude. Um, I, f- I forget his name, but I was listening to him on this podcast. And you just be throwing lines at them, you know? Mm-hmm. Just trying to get a funny reaction out of some random person in front of the bar, catch them all drunk, and be like, just scream this. And just, and then you just get it. It's just that little clip. That'd be pretty fire, you know? Do like a like a freestyle thing or like you ask the girls funny questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck yeah. That. I've seen that content before. Yeah. For sure. I yeah. don't know if I don't know if I'm want to venture out into the favorite with all my equipment bro nah you'd be alright the favorite ain't like that no more a lot of people uh, I mean you'll still get your you can still come to the favorite and get your shit rocked if you talk to the wrong person but like it's not really that kind of place anymore hell yeah like we changed the vibe heavily like over the past couple years like when I first started there fuck yeah like even I was like alright damn like people getting rocked out here like I gotta be careful but like, real quick, security stepped up. That shit's done. And, like, fights don't really happen while we open anymore. Like, that shit's completely gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, the favorite kind of has a fucking a ratchet reputation. It's I'm got a it. very ratchet reputation. I'm with it. Like, <laughs> the dude, like, 
I don't mind the reputation because, like, I don't know, everybody, when everybody comes there, like, they open up and they let loose or whatever, you know? Everybody's doing their thing and, like, we don't really have, you know, all that beef anymore. So everybody's just having a good time. Mm-hmm. But most of the beef we have, it's, like, literally people from, like, that say the bar's ratchet and people that say, like, yo, that place is ghetto as fuck. I, you never catch me in there. And then they come in and get all drunk. And start a fight, yeah. and then you're like, bro. I thought we wouldn't see you here. Yeah, like I, I call people out all the time. So my favorite thing to do is seeing somebody talking shit on Facebook, and then they come into the favorite, and I'm just like, yeah, how I, you doing? I like, you like you were talk, you were talking a lot of shit on Facebook. Look at you. Yeah. You're here. What do you want? <laughs> like, let me let me get you something. Yeah, I bet you see your fair share of. Uh... Colorful characters. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, over the years, I've seen a whole bunch of great, great stuff at oh, the yeah. favor. A bunch of good characters. Good citizens. Yeah, just all, all stand-up people of Pueblo. Yes. You know how it is at the favorite? <laughs> We're having Bible studies. Hell, yeah. Um, you know, is there any more topics that you want to talk about? Uh, not really. I don't, I don't know. No? No. Nah. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking, do you want to shout yourself out to the camera? The what? You want to shout yourself out to the camera? Where, they, where can they find you? Yo, holla at your boy, Instagram, Potato X Jones. Uh, you can catch me on YouTube, uh, Potato Jones. Got all the music from the new uh, Tape Hot Potato on there. Holla at me. Hey. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for your time, bro. Appreciate you coming. Oh, no, I appreciate you, bro. Hell yeah, man. All right, guys. This has been Street Champs. Thanks so much for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on... Uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right. Peace. It's your boy.